Why do you have a fashion wardrobe at the hospital? I'm Jackie. Wait, this isn't a racing movie? I'm Sam. Johnny Longbow could whip Captain Kirk's ass. This is Track of the Moon Beast on Sticker Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! You, Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Hey, look at me! No more hangers! It stinks. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Welcome to Stinker Madness. I'm your host, Rootin' Tootin' Justin. With me are always uh, old Cookie Jackie and Cowpoke Sammy. <laughs> Yee-haw. Yeehaw! I just got done Yee-haw. playing Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> so now everything's Rootin' Tootin'. And I'm Couldn't I be a stallion? Root- it's Rootin' Tootin' and you're dead inside. Right? <clears throat> yeah, exactly. I, I, did, I saw a meme. Uh, which I don't like talking about memes very much, but uh, it was like this picture of somebody having a lot of fun being like, I got Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm a cowboy. And then like cuts to them beating it. And they're like, I'm dead inside now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, track of the Moon Beast starring nobody we've ever heard of. Probably nobody that ever worked ever again uh, from 1972. Is that correct, Sam? I believe it was shot in 72, but it wasn't released until 76. It okay, spent four okay. years in the can. Ah, gotcha. Uh, famous for being one of the uh, MST3K classics, and now uh, one of our top downloaded episodes already. We haven't even launched it yet, and this is already going through the roof. So, boom, shakalaka. People have not fallen asleep already trying to click the button? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We had a success rate of four. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Jackie, this is the first time you've seen Track of the Moon Beast. Uh, what, uh, what, how, how did everything look? <laughs> oh, well. Let's do some costume talk. Uh, let's do that and some casting talk. Mm. Uh, the, the sex kitten of the movie Kathy. was a butterface. Yeah, she was... She was she also was, a moon beast. Yeah, she was really hard to look at. I mean, they could have not have done half the makeup they did on the guy, and she would have been a better moon beast. Right. <laughs> um, a little cost savings there. Yeah. And uh, the heroin guy, I mean, he looked okay without his shirt on, <laughs> but he was also a butterface. When did he ever have a shirt on? Uh, like once when he was trying to go to bed. When he was the moon beast. Yeah, when he was the moon beast and he had to fall off a motorcycle mm-hmm. that's true uh, they're like yeah w- i'm not gonna sacrifice my nipples for this piece of shit movie <laughs> i need a sweatshirt for this scene he shouldn't have sacrificed his saturday for this piece of shit movie <laughs> uh there was a lot of crocheted or knit apparel like somebody's grandma was on set and mm. they were like don't worry, I can make the costumes for you, honey. <laughs> and they're like, here, put on these short shorts. And like at one point, the sex kitten looked like she was wearing a nightgown. But nope, that's just what she was wearing right. to the Broadway musical or whatever the fuck they were. Folk song 
yeah. festival. I don't know where yeah. they were at. It everybody there looked like just fucking shoot me. Yeah. Um. And uh, basically, everybody else just kind of you know their costumes are pretty blah. Okay. What about the Moon Beast? The Moon Beast looked like. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Mexico. <laughs> Here we go. But when I go there, they have all this cheap tourist crap, right? right that yeah. you can buy, like little statues and shit like that, mm-hmm. right? They, and, you know, they try to cash in on the Aztec thing quite a bit. And so you can always find, like, Aztec carved little beastie looking things, right? Sure. And they're supposed to resemble, like, the artifacts from, you know, back to, back in the day. But this monster looked like one of those really cheap replica things that you buy in Mexico. And you're like, is this plastic? Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, no, it's marble. And you're like, "Mm, I'm pretty sure this is plastic. It says made in China, stamped on the bottom. So Yeah, yeah. like you were too lazy to peel off the sticker. (laughs) Like, we know you didn't make this. I don't think it's marble, guys. (laughs) Uh, And the Moon Beast transformations were, um, man, the hand was awesome. Yeah. We'll get we'll get to those. Uh, the head one, not, maybe not so much. <laughs> but the one that they do with the hand, I thought was was pretty decent. Uh, they also had a, a really nice mannequin in this movie. Who right. was doing stunts? Yeah, yeah, very um, good stunt mannequin. Yes, <laughs> uh, I loved the stunt mannequin. Uh, he also had a very nice sweatshirt on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I mean, you really can't talk too much about the. Well, I guess Johnny Longbow had a pretty sweet suit. Yeah. The brown, pretty sure it was a polyester suit. That thing kicked ass. Yeah, he looked a he little... Looked, he looked the slickest out of everybody. little Billy Jack-esque. Uh, Sam, what uh, what have you learned about Track of the Moon Beast, if anything? Well, Bill Finger wrote it. Oh, Bill Finger! It... Wow! Now, now I'm on board. What, who the fuck is Bill Finger? He created Batman with Bob Kane. Bill Finger? Yeah, so... Bob Kane, we all know, was a serial user of ghost work okay. where he would just take advantage of other artists, kind of, to w- what degree, right? He wasn't really a bad guy, but a lot of people didn't like him. Okay. But uh, Bob Kane's concept for Batman isn't really the Batman that we know, depending on what version of the story or which biographer you're going off of Batman's more Bill Fingers idea than it was Bob Kane's. Interesting. And then Bob Kane himself, after Bill Finger had died, admitted that, yes, uh, Batman wasn't a scientific detective. Bill Finger was the one that did that. He also changed the costume. When you really look at how much Bill Finger suggested on Batman that he was writing the first issues and everything that Bill Finger created Batman, Uh, Bob Kane had a name Batman that he wanted and he had some concept art, but what they ended up with was Bill Finger's Batman. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, good for Bill Finger. Too bad he ended up here. Yeah, and the other guy is another ghostwriter, and he wrote a couple episodes of Batman the series. It's probably how they met. His name's Charles Sinclair, and he was a ghostwriter, basically. But they wrote this script over the weekend. Uh So, speaking of give it a Saturday, that's what these two gave this script was a Saturday. Yeah, pretty much. And it shows. (laughs) Oh, you can really tell. The director, uh, Richard Ash is known for nothing else, really. He was assistant director three other times. Most of the people in this film will never work again. Uh, 
the main actress, Lee Drake, didn't know the movie ever got released. She thought it just was so problematic that it never ended up happening, Mm -hmm. especially because it took four years before it released, and then it released to television. And it was so heavily edited to get on television that nobody really knows how gory this thing was on the front end. They probably ripped about 15 minutes to 10 minutes of just gore out of this movie to air it on television, and that original version does not exist. Mm. Dang it. Maybe maybe somebody will find it in a storage shed someday. Someday, hopefully. Whoever the TV station that edited it is, the ones that have it, and they probably lost it. We should find them. We should get our pitchforks and our torches and go on down there and be like, whatever posses do sure yeah rattle 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 so you had mentioned uh chase cordell uh aka shirtless dirk mm-hmm. aka biff flexington <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do much he actually i was surprised that he had seven credits but it wasn't much of anything because after this i was like no this is sure you can take your shirt off but that's it yeah that's your lot in life he's that's guy number five right yeah Yeah. (laughs) however patrick wright you should have recognized Uh, the police captain he's familiar yes yeah a little no well he should be because he's been in all of these movies bare knuckles that man bolt roller boogie graduation day maniac cop bikini car wash company and never too young to die all right that's that's all candidate episodes, if not past episodes. Yeah. And then he's he's got like 100 credits. He's been around. Yeah, wow. He's, he's he was a Hollywood heavy eventually. Yeah, he could be. He our, was like... the one guy. And oddly enough, it wasn't that he was the one guy that made it out of this. Like he had already been working. The odd thing about him is that he started with Russ Meyer and him and his wife were doing basically white collar porn. Mm-hmm. And that's where he sort of came from. But he got out of that. Did some other stuff, somehow got into this piece of shit, and then ends up Hollywood heavy. Okay. He could be, we could uh, just follow him like we do Cameron Mitchell. Like, oh, hey, it's that guy. We know this is going to be a good, good turd to watch. Or we could be like, okay, we know that guy did some porn. Let's look at his pants. <laughs> like, I didn't pay attention enough to this guy's pants. We're going to have to watch another movie where he's in it. I don't think it. he was in the porn, Jackie. Oh. Here's another weird thing about when you watch that first cycle of entry, like actual penis into vagina entry <laughs> porn. It's not usually uh, in many cases. That's just why the shot only shows the penis in the vagina. So you can't tell that it's different people. Oh, no one ever really wanted to see just that. <laughs> I just can't imagine like, it's such a bad shot. Let's put the camera under his butt. Uh-huh. It's just the in and out. Right. Like, yeah, that's the hot stuff we're looking for. <laughs> um, but no, that's why that shot exists is because that way you can just have the penis and the vagina. You know, you get all sorts of shots of it, whatever. Put it in wherever you need it. What I don't understand is why later they're like, oh, we need that shot. That's the one. We need that shot for like most of this. Like, No, we we don't. We Sam. actually have people that are fucking in front of the camera. We don't need just that shot. <laughs> Sando Sam, porn director. <laughs> he wishes. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. If somebody didn't wipe their butt very good and you had to get under that guy to get the shot, 
Oh, I didn't say Sam wants to be a porn photographer. He wants to be a director. Yeah, but he'd be like, dude, fucking wipe your ass, okay? That's the second cameraman we've went through this week, and I'm tired of having brown lens. <laughs> Weird. There were some brown lens in this movie, too. Uh, what else you got, Sam? That's pretty much. Nobody else really ever worked again. Okay. All right. Nobody else. The guy, the uh, John Longbow or whatever, he was in this. Shot in Albuquerque where they said it was shot. So. Okay. Maybe maybe we won't make it out of this episode either. We'll never work in this town again. The monitor lizard that they tried to pass off as a uh, Komodo dragon. Uh-huh. One was just a monitor. It was a large monitor lizard, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. Uh, but it wasn't even in the movie. They just had some shots from a zoo, basically. God damn it. I thought that habitat looked too nice to be behind a curtain. <laughs> it was weird. Um, all right, track of the moon beast. Uh, so basically, we'll skip some uh, initial uh, scenes that ha- take place that aren't really that relevant. But what's going on is we got a meteor or an asteroid coming. It's not going to hit Earth, but it's going to hit the moon. And I'm pretty sure that's just a marshmallow on fire in front of the camera. It doesn't look real good. <laughs> the asteroid that uh, is in space. It's, it hasn't it's even reached space. the moon, and it's on fire. That is not how those work. <laughs> I also like that they called the moon a pock face. Right, right. Like, he's a teenager out there, the like, causing fucking trouble. The pock face surface of the moon. It's going to get another yeah. pock mark because it keeps picking out itself. Yeah, that, that newscaster was really going for the Walter Cronkite. <laughs> yeah. He was too pessimistic. He was like... <laughs> That's all we need now in this just horrible gas crisis is an uglier moon. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and he's almost like disappointed that people aren't going to die when this thing hits. A, you know, he's like, and there's probably not going to be any deaths because it's yeah. not going to do shit to fuck. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's going to hit the surface of the moon, uh, make a huge crater and send a bunch of meteors streaming down to Earth. But don't worry. They'll burn up in our atmosphere and will be too small to cause any damage. So, dang it. I really wanted carnage. It's good for the ratings. But he kind of gets it back, though, when he's like, but all of those science nerds are going to have to update the pockmarks in the moon. <laughs> You're going to have to get out your pencils and draw a new hole. <laughs> right, you bastards. It's like he totally hates planetarium people. He's like... They got this sweet job watching the stars at night, and I have to fucking sit here on this ham sandwich. With you, Sydney. Yeah. He's like, you be cheery. I went to Juilliard, and I'm now doing Channel 4 News in Albuquerque. Fuck life. <laughs> Back to you in the studio, Mitch. Uh, so, we get introduced to uh, Paul, our hero, uh, our moon beast as well, um, who is a mineralogist? Whatever a rock guy is. He's he's being archaeologist-y, and he's got some, like, a rib bone that he's found right? on the ground that he just ate. That's a rib that he just ate. That's like a restaurant rib bone. <laughs> right? And he just dropped it on the ground, and he's brushing it off. And they, Later, like, he's going to find some corn in his poop. Right? He's not a good archaeologist. He's, he, his buddy comes in and says, hey... Remember when you were going to be a, a, some other a zoologist and then you changed your career path to be a mineralogist? No, he was going to be an archaeologist. And this is fucked up how we introduce Longbow. 
Because he's just screaming behind a rock, and then he holds up this mask that's supposed booga, to be booga, booga. <laughs> like part of his tribe, right? But it's obviously another souvenir that they picked up from Mexico. I've seen this exact souvenir for sale. It's about fifteen bucks. Wait, it just was a big piece of metal, Jackie. It looked yeah, like it's. He's like, oh, our ceremonial mask. I'm like, yeah, that's made from the finest ceremonial sheet metal. Right. <laughs> yep. It's got this the hardware store. Um, I also like that that. When the scream happens, our our good guy Paul just kind of glances over his shoulder and is like, "What the heck? Oh well, probably nothing." Goes back to his work. The scream happens again, and he looks up, and there's this mask, and he's like, eh, "Oh well." They like he has no reaction at all to anything that has befallen him out in the middle of the desert. Well, not to mention with this mask, right? It's so important that they just throw it onto the ground right? after they're done pranking him. <laughs> like, man, eh, fuck it. So sure shit, it's his professor friend, Professor Johnny Lonbow, who is a professor of something. I don't know what, but he... Anthropology. Okay, anthropology. He's a Native American man. He lives on the reservation, but he's also teaching at the university, and he's brought a couple university students in tow along with him so that they can prank guys that are out working by themselves in the desert, and a photographer who is doing a documentary on... This particular Native American tribe, I guess, and also living at the reservation. That's Kathy. Jackie's. Butterface. Jackie's pinup poster. <laughs> Gross. Um, so. He also has to explain to the, is it Kathy is the yeah. girl? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Dirk. Flexington or Biff or whatever, he has to like tell her that Longbow translates to a whole sentence, even though Longbow translates to Longbow. Right? <laughs> because those are English words. Uh huh. <laughs> Apparently, supposedly his backstory is like he's really good with archery. We find that out as, as well. Because uh, his name didn't give that away. Yeah, Longbow, you know. <laughs> well, maybe, you know, they, it's like, hey, Longbow. Maybe po- bow is like slang for, you know, junk. In, uh, so he's in the porn business, too? Yeah, right. He's, you know, old Johnny Longbow. It's like a baby holding an apple. <laughs> oh, my God. Or a lizard holding an apple, because later we'll find out that lizards have thumbs, according to this movie. Right. Oh, man. Oh, that part was so stupid. Yeah, the legends in this thing were so awful. Right. Like, where did... Okay. Yeah. You know what? I'm just not going to question it. Which is happening right now in the sequence, because uh, Paul and Kathy have instantly wanted to bone down. And so they go out riding in the desert to get some shots, and... uh, uh that's when Longbow explains that back in the day before mankind, uh, a lizard and a, a bear, is that? A, a, a wolf. Okay, lizard and a wolf are sitting there talking, and they're designing man, and the lizard's like, I'm going to make him look like me, because I got fucking hands. Man, I'm a lizard. And the, and the wolf is like, yeah, well, you should make him mortal, like lizards, or unlike lizard. Like, it was, what the fuck? So lizards live forever, and you can pull their tails off. And they got kind of hands. And they have thumbs. <laughs> they they are good at Halo tournaments. You know, thumbsticks. Yeah. Guys, any is anybody hearing me? 
Is this thing on? Uh, maybe I should turn it off. Um, okay, so Paul and Kathy are out looking over Albuquerque up on the mountains, and it's nighttime, and I think he's going to try to pork her. Uh, but the meteor shower happens, and uh, one of them like buzzes in at them, and he has to dive on top of her to, to make sure she doesn't get hit in the face with a meteor like that lady in Dante's Peak. It probably would have been an improvement. Oh, ouch. <laughs> I wouldn't oh. let it happen. Yeah, he mounts her to save her. He yeah. does. Yes, he climbs yeah. straight up on top of her. He, he also dry says, her for safety. Oh, he also says that they've, you know, summited a 10,000 foot peak. Right? <laughs> Fuck you. You did not. <laughs> Fucking liar. I've been to Albuquerque. No, you didn't. <laughs> And even if there, I mean, maybe there is one, right? Maybe there's there's a couple 10,000 foot peaks in Albuquerque. I don't know. They didn't get up to the top of it. They did not get up to the top. That's what I know. Yeah, that's for damn sure. (laughs) Um, So this little meteorite, I guess, scraped against Paul's temple. It doesn't look like that's what happens in the shot. It looks like he bonked his head against one of those cave rocks. But later we find out, yeah, sure, shit. He's got some moon stuff in his head. So as is tradition. Right. Um, Happens like at least five times a year in the United States. People get moon stuff in their brain. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's also heavily infected because she just pulls out her snot rag and rubs (laughs) it on it. (laughs) Yes. Which he then just chucks on the ground. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, fuck your snot rag. And then a lizard's on it. Does that later. He's just like, he's in the the NASA museum and he's just like, I'm just going to fucking throw this on the ground. Yeah, like, this really? is where this goes. That's where that goes in the NASA museum, you <laughs> fucking asshole. Uh, okay, so he finds this glowing rock. I think it's the meteor that hit him. I'm not real clear on this, but he picks it up and he takes it home. And now the napkin is glowing uh, with a, where a lizard's standing on top of it. So when the lizard also gets some of that brain stuff or that moon brain stuff on its hands because it's got fucking thumbs and it can like you know eat only, fried chicken only if it steps on it like a nail it did step on it oh oh like it, a, the meteorite right gosh. it has to get a piece of meteorite in it the, the contaminated napkins not enough huh i yeah it, it tries to make you think that it is like a red herring but mm-hmm. you know that that lizard is way too small to turn into a monster well also, did you notice that the moon rock had sonar? Yes. It was pinging him like, oh, there's a large object headed right for us, Captain. <laughs> well, too bad we're in a moon rock and we only have sonar. <laughs> so he goes back to his he goes back to his mom's house. Our hero lives in his mom's basement. I think he's using her room while she's in Europe. I think he's using her room while she's in Europe, too. <laughs> But he lives with his mom. <laughs> oh, no, dude. Yeah, you're not fucking cool. Like, he, I'm sorry, at 23, if somebody would have been like, you want to come over to my place and just keep saying my place, and then we get over there and it's his mom's house, I'm fucking walking out. Oh, I like your place. Yeah, my mom takes pretty good care of it. She's a real, she likes to clean a lot. Your mom? <laughs> yeah. And at this point, you realize that he's supposed to be about 23 years old is what they're telling you. He's like under 25. And she, they both look like they're pushing, like, late 30s. Yeah. No, they do not look like they're 24 years old. Also, when she goes into his house, 
there's this piece of art that's like a tapestry or a weave that's diamond and it's hanging. Right. Mm-hmm. And she walks up and smells it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what I thought it smelled like. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, what you're smelling is this giant lizard. And he's like, this is my friend Ty for Tyrannosaurus Rex. Also, a giant lizard in a house has got to smell. Oh, it's got to smell. So bad. So right. Uh, and why is it behind a curtain? Why is it behind a curtain? I don't know. He's shy. <laughs> <laughs> this Stop is like, it. I could I'm... not figure this out because there's a big window behind him, right? So it's not to block out the sun because the lizard's, you know, he's got a window right there. Like, wh- why the fuck are you hiding him behind a curtain? Is this like the Wizard of Oz where... Yeah, I was going to say, you can't starts... be the administrator of Oz without a curtain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's pulling the strings here in this relationship. Yep. Old Tyrannosaurus. Uh, she freaks out about it, and then she says the strangest line in maybe the whole entire movie. He's like, oh, don't be frightened of old Ty. He and I go way back, and she's like, I'm not frightened of lizards. I'm frightened for us. Oh, okay. Well, I think that about does it tonight. Uh, See you later. Not to mention, you live with your mom and you are hiding a giant lizard mm -hmm, mm -hmm. behind a curtain. When she pulls the crazy card, he's just like, (laughs) cha-ching. Because he lives at his mom's house with his friend, the giant lizard. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get this wall sniffer to to pony up and she's my my one way ticket out of here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so later they go to the NASA Rock Museum uh to look at more moon rocks and he's he's already feeling under the weather a little bit, but then he gets he looks at this one moon rock that's pretty big and the only thing that I can describe that happens is brain lightning. Yeah, he's got brain lightning. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. Like this little pew <laughs> shoots yeah. out of his brain. There's a lady in some green shorts that are way too tight. And she's right. like, oh, that guy just got hit by brain lightning. Watch <laughs> out. Those were part of the knit couture line that the grandma made. Right. Yeah. <laughs> showed her entire beaver. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's their chartreuse beaver shorts is what they were. <laughs> So he's like, oh, my brain lightning. Oh, ding. And, and Kathy's like, well, that's weird. But she got a picture of it right as it happens, I guess. And I thought the photo was causing the brain lightning. But it turns out it's just the proximity to this other big rock that uh, is doing it. And I like how this rock is supposed to be like a special display, right? Because it's got a big case by itself. Mm-hmm. But then he almost falls headfirst into it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no like rope or a security person there being like, sir, you need to back the fuck up. Uh-huh. And I thought it would have been better if he would have, like, just head-butted into the asteroid. Yeah. Well, like, oh, no, my head asteroid is causing another meteor shower right through this glass. It's magnetic, and he gets his head stuck to the glass. Help me, help me. <laughs> Somebody yeah. pull on the rock. They got to get a, a, a snow shovel and try to wedge it in between. <laughs> Before we get to California, lady, we're also at a point now that a rock fell from space and hit him in the head. He's been falling down a lot, and he doesn't think he should go to the hospital. No, right, 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 right. Yeah, that's 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 later. 
Uh, Sam, who's this California lady, dude? Uh, they so I don't I don't care to look up the name of the band, but they were staying at the same hotel as the film crew. Okay, and after many nights of coercion, were allowed to film this. I wrote down the note JT Suckbottom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have Neil. They Schmunk. suck. Yeah, they suck. It was this the, is a crappy song. The song suck. The bass player was good. Oh yeah, I missed that. Yeah, the bass player was serious. I don't know what he was doing in that band. <laughs> I got to get away from these guys. If only I could be in a movie. Uh, I don't even know why this scene happens because it doesn't have anything to do with anything because immediately they start a montage of Paul feeling like shit not at this concert. Like, like Kathy's tucking him into bed and she's wearing her nightgown. No, no, no. They were at the concert and they left because he's rubbing his head and they're like, you don't feel well. We need to take you home right now. No, the song just sucks. God mm -hmm. damn it. They're like, no, well, it's I'm the only one with a headache. <laughs> if you look at the three ladies in front of them in this shot, they're both like, oh, fuck. Uh, this is the uh, what am I doing here? Like, I I'm just part of craft services. Why do I have to sit through this shit? Right. <laughs> I should be out getting the toast right now, not dealing with this a-hole. Oh, man. All right. So he's going through the change. He's having the werewolf stuff happen yeah. to him that happens in every werewolf movie. But he doesn't There's have a, a dad that tells him what's going to happen. So no, he just. Not that change. <laughs> not that change. And he doesn't have a spare binder. <laughs> hey, it's yep. me, Paul. <laughs> you got to have a trapper keeper. The other ones aren't rated to block boners. Right. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, but Longbow's outside of his house while he's gone down, and he's obviously in need of serious medical attention. And Kathy's like, is he going to be okay? And he says, you know, John's been learning a lot lately. <laughs> learning a lot about himself when he gets hit in the head by space rocks? Yep, he's really delved into that. It's very exploratory when you're dying of a head wound inside and your friends think you're just fine. <laughs> it was a very ABC special moment. Right. Like, he needs to learn how to let people help him. Yeah, help right. him what? Fucking die in his own this house? Is just, this is just a big lesson. I've been, I've been waiting to teach him this lesson. I've been waiting to teach him that you got brained by a fucking rock from space <laughs> lesson. It's yeah. very important. Meanwhile, he's inside... Him. Screaming, my brain is coming out. Help me. Hey, if if we don't teach him some hard love right now with the with the brain rock, uh, he'll never get out of his mom's house. So he'll thank me later for this. This is a tough brain and love. If he makes it. Uh, meanwhile, some drunk bowler is coming home. Duke. Duke. Yeah, this guy's pretty rad. <laughs> He's the only one I can remember his name. Yeah. Johnny Longbow and Duke. Right. The bowling guy. And his wife is on the couch watching, I'm guessing, Wheel of Fortune while wearing a moo moo. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, she is not happy with his drunk ass coming home from the bowling alley again. <laughs> Even though she's so shit faced on two by fours that right. she can't get off the couch. <laughs> That's what and I was going to say. She eating cereal out of a box drinking beer in front of the tv <laughs> how dare you destroy our good name about town 
Duke? <laughs> Mr. Duke? Uh, so she won't let him in because he's, you know, because uh, he was walking home in a, a bum shit in his pants. Uh, but uh, the moon beast shows up and gets him. Uh, he doesn't run away from the moon beast. He just stares in horror as the moon beast slowly walks up to him and does things to his face. Well, he yeah. had a spray bottle that he uses for the neighborhood cats. And he was like, no, no. And he's spraying the moon beast in the face, right? Because he's really drunk. And he just thinks it's a big cat. <laughs> and he's like, no, no. I said, no, I hate you fucking neighbor cats. You get out of here. <laughs> yeah. When he realizes that the spray bottle is not working, it's too late. <laughs> You're actually just lo like uh, lotioning up the moon beast, you know, because, you know, he's a lizard. They, they like a little water on their skin every now and then, right? Yeah. She's his, his wife now has heard the commotion of his murder. Probably. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know anything. And she's like, well, God damn it, I'm going to let him in. Maybe. Uh-oh. Man, I put too many cornflakes on my beers. Mm -hmm. And she just starts grabbing her stomach and she's like, uh-oh, this I isn't going to be good. Oh, she, I got to poop. She's walking <laughs> over there like she's frightened, but it's I. the first thing I said was like, now her stomach hurts? What's going on here? <laughs> That's not the way to the bathroom, ma'am. <laughs> oh, oh, guys. I'm not going to make it. Uh, and I like, she sees the puddle of blood. It looks, I think it's just tomato soup. Uh, it's and then, chocolate milk. Yeah. Oh, chocolate milk. It was red. It, it looked like chocolate milk with a little tomato paste in it. It was not very bloody. It was not very yeah. bloody. Uh, and she opens up the door and he's still standing up as if the moon beast has murdered this man and then propped him up onto something so that when she opens the door, his corpse will fall onto her. So he's doing it purely for effect. He's just well, standing out behind the bushes going, this is going to be so funny. going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Also, I by the end of the movie, you realize that the moon beast is able to kill people by just touching their heads because <laughs> lizards have thumbs. Right? Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so he's dead. The cops come in the next day. Apparently she's dead too. And I like the the prop that they have for her corpse laying next to his corpse. It doesn't have legs. <laughs> it literally doesn't have legs. Apparently the wife was either a little person or they've killed a child and put it in this bag. Well, we saw her. She's wearing a muumu. She is not a little person. She's twice the size of her husband. <laughs> That's true. When she opens up the door, there isn't much of a height di difference. Right. She just folded in half because of the indigestion. <laughs> when she had the heart attack, she's like, I'm dying of a heart attack, but I also, oh, I got to poop. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. And then she just jackknifes. Right. And they just put her in the bag like that. Maybe that's maybe it's like dinosaurs, you know, in Jurassic Park, where they explain about how they crane their necks back and that's. How, you know, how oh, all the dinosaurs you find have their neck. Maybe it's just some sort of uh, evolutionary uh, reaction when you're a muma wearer. When you croak, you just fold in half it's for convenience. Sure. It's the one considerate thing that they do so that they're easy to carry around. Well, not to mention yeah. you get a discount on the coffin. Right? You can buy a child size yeah, one. Right. <laughs> She's like, maybe if I die smaller, someone will care about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so they go over and look, look around the place, and they find a track, a track of the moon beast that they plaster cast and 
send off to science place. Yep. It looks like a baked potato with a couple of hot dogs sticking out of it. (laughs) That they painted white. (laughs) And Kathy stops by Paul's to check on him or make out with him or whatever she's there for. But Cooking breakfast. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, maybe that's innuendo. Um, But Ty the lizard has escaped. He's busted out of his cage. Or he got eaten by the moon beast? What is the fate of Ty the lizard? That was going to be one of my questions. We never figure out what happens to this lizard. He's just living high on the hog now out in lizard land. Yeah, like, I understand, like, if he gets eaten by the moon beast, that that's pretty clears it up. Like, oh, hey, the lizard looks good. I'll eat that. And that's the end of Ty. But if he just busts out of his cage, like, so the moon beast was made that night and he's like i'm a moon beast and the lizard is like fuck this shit i hate moon beasts i'm getting the fuck out of here why would the lizard run away from the moon beast i actually know what happened to tie the lizard there was a really big construction boom in albuquerque about then and he got a job running a backhoe because he has thumbs right He thought he looked stylish in the little hat that they gave him. (laughs) He wore a scarf like Heston. It was great. (laughs) So Johnny Longbow is now teamed up with the sheriff because I guess the sheriff, everybody kind of treats Johnny Longbow like he's the mayor and he can just do whatever the fuck he wants. Well, he's an anthropologist, so he's an expert on everything that the community needs. Not the guy that they shove in every basement of every university everywhere. Right. So they're teamed up, and they go to this paleontologist who's got the tracks of the moon beast, and he's like, well, here's the deal. This is a pretty big lizard you got on your hands. I think it's a Tyrannosaurus Rex. (laughs) No. It is not a T-Rex. Do not go to University of New Mexico. (laughs) Online. (laughs) I mean, he's like, yeah, no, they've got 10-foot dragons over in uh, Indonesia, you know, the Komodo dragon, but those walk on four feet. This is a bipedal, and the only one I've ever heard of that uh, is, is bigger than 10 feet and walks on two legs is a T-Rex. And he points up to this shitty-ass painting that he's oh, got yeah. of the worst-looking T-Rex I have ever seen. That he loves so right. much. That he had to hang in his office. Just so you know, I have this painting. You might want to take it with you to study your, your prey. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's not a T-Rex. No, everything that comes into his office comes out a T-Rex. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it is. Oh, you know what? I have... You've come to the right guy. I know exactly what did this. T-Rex. Yep. <laughs> yep, that was it. Some people would say this is bear fur, but it's not. This is T-Rex fur. <laughs> Shark tooth? Nope, T-Rex tooth. Um, then, then the group goes out for a little mid-afternoon archery. <laughs> Why not? And this is where shit gets super racist. Yeah, it does. Because... He's like, hey, Johnny Longbow, show Horseface uh, your archery skills. Like, how do you know he's got archery shit? No, okay, yeah, he goes back into Johnny Longbow's uh, station wagon, and there's a bow and arrow and some arrows back there Uh and some maize corn. Right. If it wasn't racist enough, let's just put the maize corn on top of it. 
it was seriously like that scene where in uh, Faith Plus One, that South Park episode, where Cartman's building the Christian rock hard band. And he's like, Token, just go down in your basement. You've got a bass guitar. And Token's like, nope, I do not. That's bullshit. And then he sure enough, he finds one. <laughs> down there. I mean, it was that like type of racism. Like, come on. There's two things we know about Indians. Let's throw them in there together. Oh, you got corn in the back of your car. Oh, God damn it. I do. <laughs> Why does he have dry corn in the back of his car? Because he's a Native American man, Sam. I guess. No, like there's, there's something is working in the scene. He's driving an eight-year-old Dodge Brown station wagon right. because he's an anthropology professor. Uh-huh. Okay. That mm -hmm. makes perfect sense. Right. That does. But it, what? <laughs> Dried corn? What are you trying to do here? Uh, but, but he made it himself. The, the bow and arrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. So, well, of course, he's you know, an American man. Yeah, uh, Dirk, Dirk Muscles or whatever we're calling him. <laughs> Biff Flexington? Yeah, Biff Flexington is like. shirtless Dirk? Yeah, shirtless Dirk. Uh, he's like, yeah, he made this all himself. So it's like 100% Indian. Right. They're the best Indian. Yeah. So if I go outside and I make something, does that make it 100% Idahoan? Ooh, interesting. I guess it would, sort of. If I whittle a stick mm -hmm. <laughs> into a marshmallow poker, mm -hmm. can I sell those as 100% Idahoan? Right, they are. Uh, <clears throat> well, either way, Paul can't hack it. He's still suffering too much. He collapses. They take him home for some rest, drop him off. Later that night, he gets up in the middle of the night, freaking out, doing all sorts of weird moon bee stuff in front of us. Uh, and then we cut to some delightful poking poker playing campers who were just having a nice time out by the out by the river. And this was not mm -hmm. realistic at all, because if they would have been real campers, they would have just looked at the moon bees like, hey, fella, come on in. You want a bear? Nobody's going to scream. The moon beast is going to be like, what the fuck? These people aren't even afraid of me. Nobody's spraying me with a cat bottle. So what Jackie has just told us is the next time we all go camping, if a bear comes into our campground, we we have to keep her away from it because she'll be like, come on in, bear. Here's your beer. <laughs> then yeah. I'll give it some Twizzlers and, it and will it'll like eat, me. It will take its hand, smack you in the face, and your jaw will come off. And you'll be oh, like, just blah, 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 blah. <laughs> No, you just got to throw an open jar of mayonnaise. What? It'll He'll be working on that for about 10 minutes. He'll get his head stuck in it. <laughs> they lick all of it out. They'll, they're they going to leave that. It's going to be cleaner than if you put it in the dishwasher, but it's going to take them about 10 minutes. Or we could just chase it off with like, you know. Bear spray? Bear spray. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay, just yeah. run away from Chasing bear. bears. <laughs> yeah, this seems like a really, you want to use my sharpened, uh, I made an Idaho marshmallow yeah. stick? <laughs> Yeah, ah, get out of here. You get out of here. Stab <laughs> you with this marshmallow stick. No, I think if you see a moon beast, Jackie, I don't care what the situation is. You're not going to like it. And these guys really don't like it. And it's hilarious. Well, because he probably smells terrible. He just comes in and he starts flopping his arms all over the place. Like, <laughs> like weirdly. He rips off a guy's arm. That was the uh, that best was, part of yeah. this whole oh, attack. Yeah. This is where you realize... If you know that it was heavily edited, how gory it would have been in its original form, because he straight up pulls that guy's arm off. And oh, it, you can tell that it, there's a lot cut from it. I don't know if he did pull that arm guy's arm off. It seemed like he grabbed his arm and 
and his shirt was the only thing keeping it attached to his body because that arm just pretty much just popped right off. He he got a little drunk before the poker game and took a spill. Right. Lost his arm, still wanted to play, <laughs> and just kind of stuffed it back in there and cinched up the uh, the wrist real nice so that his arm stayed in there. That'll work. <laughs> Much more important poker. Oh, no, a moon beast. If I ever was going to confront a moon beast, I sure wish I had both arms yeah. on, but, you know, I guess you got to take what you can. <laughs> Phil, are you sure you're going to play? You don't look so good. No, it's all right. My arm fell off. I put it back in my sleeve, though. I'm fine. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> all right. So those guys all died. Uh, Kathy finally tells Longbow about the scratch on Paul's head. And so now they're like, finally, okay, you stupid, stupid person. Both of you don't belong in adulthood yet. Uh. You should have taken him to the hospital. That's what we're finally going to fucking do. Yeah. Also, when he finally gets to the hospital and they have to keep him, because there's a bunch of mumbo jumbo here where. Oh, man. The, I just wrote down the note was medicine exclamation point because this doctor sucks. He's like, all right, we haven't ever seen this. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to look at it more and maybe figure something out. My hey, favorite. Thanks. My favorite, Sam, was when they were like, we usually don't show the patient their own x-rays or discuss the x-rays with you. Right? But we're going to have to let you look at these because you're a fucking freak. This is, you, you've got to see this. You've got moon brain. But normally, <laughs> when a patient comes in and gets x-rays, we just take them and then send them on their way. You're like, eh. Yeah. We don't want to show this to you. You came in here with an arrow sticking out of the side of your head. You don't want to see the x-ray of that, though. It's too graphic. <laughs> Not that you got shot in the head with a fucking arrow. <laughs> this doctor sucks. Don't ever go to him. You won't get a diagnosis. No. He doesn't give anything. He's just like, ordinarily, I don't bring people back here because if I did, they'll know how incompetent I am and they would run. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So he's got moon brain. Uh, and they, they're going to keep him there for a few days to, for observation. He's like, oh, dang it. Oh, man. Uh, this becomes my favorite part of the movie. When he was at his house, he was already wearing pajamas that looked like he was in a hospital. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But now that he's in the hospital, he's just wearing silly pajamas. Right. <laughs> what? What? How did that happen? <laughs> How did that happen? You had hospital pajamas and silly pajamas, right. and you got them mixed up in the scenes, like perfectly and consistently backwards. How? How did you do it? Well, the day that they were shooting these scenes was the same day that they also had to uh, shoot the video for the band. Mm-hmm. And uh, the costume lady was one of the extras that had to sit there. Right, right, right. So she was a little behind. Nobody got their craft service toast, because apparently that's what you think craft service gives is toast. And nobody got their, their right attire put together because they had to be extras. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, uh, we've got some nice uh, steamed grains and a breaded catfish. But if you'd like, there's also some toast, toast. over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh, this is a this is a production. They've got toast. We finally hit the big times, Carol. What? 
Who doesn't like toast? You're right. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> oh my god, I hate you too. <laughs> oh man. What is this? A Cecil B. DeMille production? <laughs> Wowie, wow. <laughs> oh, and those ones are just a dead guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, and then <laughs> old Longbow, he's just in the sheriff's office talking up a storm and postulating about what's going on. He's like, well, I've just happened to have some ancient Ameri- Native American paintings of a moon beast. <laughs> it's no, so... And the captain, like, puts it together way too fast because Longbow's being a little bit vague and exploratory. And then he just turns and goes, what you're saying to me is that it's actually a moon beast that behaves like a werewolf and we've got (laughs) to observe it. Like, how did you put that together? You're (laughs) fuck Batman. Right. You're going straight to the top, buddy. Oh, man. And he's also smart enough to tell Longbow, I'm not going to the mayor and... The commissioner being like, hey, guess what? There's a werewolf lizard out there that's fucking killing people. He's like, do you know how stupid I would sound? He's like, but I am totally going to help you on the side. <laughs> right. And they learn that the moon beast dies of fire. They're that first moon beast because how many moon beasts have there been? But either way, that particular one died of fire that they don't know how he got on fire. And I immediately guessed combustion. Yeah, spontaneous combustion. You sure? Which is uh, not far off. Uh, they go to the NASA Rock Museum and they connect the two pieces of rock together and you get the particles flying all over the place. And so they figure out that what's going on is these moon rocks, when close together, uh, have some sort of irradiated energy process transfer thingy dingy that they don't understand and can't explain. And since Paul's got the moon brain, uh, when the moon comes out, it's the biggest piece of moon rock there is. So that's what turns him into the moon beast. Yeah. But we'll just sidestep the fact that uh, the moon is out all the time. You just don't see it because of the sun. Oh boy, Jackie. What? Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, no. What? Oh, no. <sighs> Sam, I think we're going to have to start her out on some cosmos. <laughs> yeah. And why can you see the moon then during the day? Sometimes, sometimes it's on the other side of the goddamn Earth. Not because of the sun, but because of the position of the orbits. Mm. Yes. I can see this now. Okay, no, I can't. I'm going to have to watch Cosmos. So what God damn you it. are saying is that the moon is up in uh, above us over here 24-7, 365. So people in Japan have never seen the goddamn moon. That's not what I'm saying. Okay, that was what I said, but that's not what I meant. God damn it. Okay, you know what? I'm not exactly well, the spacey type. No. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to really quash one of your major concerns I think with life and existence. If you go really far west, you won't fall off the edge. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. That sounds safe now. Um anyways. So where does the sun go? <laughs> Well, it, it revolves around us, of course. 
So does all the other planets and all the other universes or the galaxies where the center yeah. of the universe is us. Everybody knows that. Crappy ass Earth. Um, anyways, so so he they go back and they tell Joe or they tell Paul, hey, look, it turns out you're a moon beast. Uh we're gonna lock you up. And just to confirm, we want to see you transform tonight. So you just hang out in this this hospital jail cell. I don't know if that's a thing. Could be like part of the cycle. Yeah. Maybe. So this a dissolve effect was done decently a few times and never. It's really hard to do a dissolve mm-hmm. transition sure. because you're going to do like. 12 or 15 dissolves mm-hmm. if you do it really well. And then when you're shooting, you actually have to run the exposure up so that you can do you're helping the dissolve in post production because you're overexposing it so you can layer them over each other. But if you do it right, what you're doing is you're actually just filming the makeup process and getting the hands out and just taking having the person hold really still and then just filming the whole makeup process basically and then ramping up the exposure. So it's sure. really hard process to do it well. They obviously weren't going to be able to do that, so they would just give him kind of some makeup, put him where they thought he was dissolve put him back where they thought he was totally wasn't there dissolve what his head is like the first four dissolves his head is just he looks up and then he's got some old man makeup on at one point like wow this is a bad dissolve they really could have taken a lesson from teen wolf right (laughs) where you know we get to see his hand turn into teen wolf they did it right (laughs) what sure jackie (laughs) sam's not saying no He's they, like, yeah, that Team Wolf hand was great. No, it sucked. <laughs> it sucked. God damn it. it I thought it looked pretty good. It didn't look as bad because it was so underexposed that you couldn't see shit. Right. Yeah, that's the only reason it worked is because you couldn't see shit to begin with. God damn it. <clears throat> Team Wolf. He ends up waking up and they're like, yep, we confirmed all of our suspicions. You got real dumb looking last night. <laughs> Got a, uh, you got a case of moon beastism, moon beastitis. So uh, definitely a cheap, uh, cheap souvenir. Right. Yeah. And the moon rock that hit you in the head different, definitely didn't come from Stan Winston's studio. Yeah. No shit. Uh, so they suggest surgery. Uh, so they like, well, we'll just do surgery and pull that out, and you can just go back to your normal life. You know, but I killed those guys. No, 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 no. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Uh, you, you know, just it's just a it's a in and out uh, uh, outpatient surgery. We do it all the time. Moon brain. <laughs> you know, right those now, deaths were just an accident. Dirk oh. isn't even engaged in the conversation. He's actually just flexing. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's just flexing. It is ridiculous. I think that half of the shirt off scenes weren't like, you should take your shirt off in this scene. It was probably the director going, God damn it, where do these guys' shirts keep going? And (laughs) flexing isn't acting, sir. Wardrobe, (laughs) get in here. I can't. I'm eating toast. I went to Columbia. (laughs) So they call in the heavies. And we get Dr. Frank Rizzo from uh, Philadelphia. He comes in. He takes some x-rays. And he's like, oh, my God. The moon brain has spread. It's all over. So I don't know how this worked, but that little piece of rock has turned into a bunch of pieces of rock, but they're yeah. like, it's not pieces of rock. It's just, it's just 
rapid degradation moonbrain. Sure. And he's got, given his Frank Rizzo analyzation of what's happening. I've got a I've come up with a conclusion as to why it's spreading like this. Because that guy's a crumb bum. Yeah, don't don't question me, you damn dirty crumb. <laughs> eh, if you don't, guys don't know who Frank Rizzo is, just Google Frank Rizzo crumb bum and watch the <laughs> YouTube video. It's amazing. Some people get elected that just wow. Um. Anyways, so they're like, oh, we can't operate now. Uh, but we have found that the energy is like converging and eventually. It's going to go supernova, and, well, he's just going to explode. <laughs> so, what you're telling me is that he got hit in the head with an asteroid, uh -huh. a meteor, that yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, now he's a lizard werewolf with thumbs, mm -hmm. and later he's going to be a nuclear bomb. Correct. Okay. Yeah, again, don't question That makes me. perfect sense. You damn dirty crumb. Yeah, it's it's this is uh, very common, Sam. Uh, meanwhile, he's listening in. He's doing a little eavesdropping. Mm -hmm. Right, because they're not going to tell him about the X-ray. Right, they they don't actually give diagnoses. So yeah, he's like, well, sounds like I'm in real bad shape. Gonna turn into a huge bomb, uh, rather than you know anything humane that might happen here. I just got to leave, Kathy. Yeah. I got to go. Why? Because if I'm going to die, I'm taking Frisco with me. <laughs> and so he goes outside and he boosts some like DoorDash delivery person's only means of transportation and supporting themselves financially, steals their goddamn motorcycle and rides out into the desert. Cut to Captain Gunshow. Right. This guy's got big arms. He's a big <laughs> dude. I have no doubt that he was a Hollywood heavy for 100 films. Because you look at him, you're like, that's a big guy. But he's like, hell, he's gotten away. We can't catch him. He's on a 125 Kawasaki. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Where could he be? Where could he be? And Kathy's flashback to when he got hit in the head with the moon rock. Oh, I like to come up here all the time. Oh, I bet she's up there at Devil's Peak or whatever that place is called. Uh, and so she takes off chasing after him. They get a tip that he stopped and tried to buy a gun at a gun store, but he had to run because his name was played on the radio there. And so they're like, well, where could he be? You just got a call that he was at the gun store. Maybe go there and like, look around, you know? Yeah. I mean, just because the counter guy looks like Colonel Sanders doesn't mean that he's not a credible witness. <laughs> do we, do we have an APB on this guy? And they're like. No, we got to Mr. Pibb. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I like how he's out riding in the desert on this clear road and then just lays the bike down going like 50. What happened there? Did you this see a snake or something? <laughs> look good. I think somebody broke their ankle on that I one. I think so too. It looked bad. <laughs> Took a tumble. So now I guess the motorcycle doesn't work anymore. And he sees. A gondola so, going up the mountain and then has this vision of himself, like, tossing his ass outside of it. And that's how he's going to kill himself. And we get a fucking sweet dummy. <laughs> yeah. It also does. He had POV vision. There's, uh -huh. like, wear lizard vision. Right. But they use it in this shot, and it's on himself. And I'm like, you can't do a POV shot. 
of the character whose point of view it is. Right. <laughs> this is as bad as the pajama mix-up. <laughs> What's going on? So, and then we just cut to him tumbling down the mountain. So, did he jump out of the gondola and it didn't work? Or was he just trying to get up to the gondola and tripped and ate shit and fell back down yeah. the mountain? <laughs> well, he did. So, he's like, oh, that gondola, I could jump out of that. It's going up. I'm going to climb the mountain so that I can get in it when it's at the top, not wait for it to get back to the fucking bottom because it's coming right back down. (laughs) Paul, you're not a smart thinker. But Kathy spots him laying in the ground because he's all banged up from falling out of a gondola or tripping. We're not still sure. Uh, She goes and checks on him. He's okay. He's not dead. Uh, And the cops and Longbow are on their way up there too. And uh, they're looking all around for him. They got everything blocked off, Corden. And night comes. And so now he's the moon beast. And Kathy's like, oh, help me. I'm laying here on the ground because maybe I tripped too. I'm not real sure what happened to Kathy. But uh, he's like, I can't help you. I'm a moon beast. Meanwhile, we're watching two people that had supposedly summited a 10,000 foot peak earlier. (laughs) And they're unable to make it six feet up the side of a hill. Yep. Oh, man. There's just these two cops down on the ground that just start open up fire. <laughs> they definitely hit her. They hit her. She's dead. <laughs> they just hear a scream from a lady and start, All right, Gary, let's do this. <laughs> and earlier, the captain's like, hey. No gunplay. Right. Which is, well, you don't want to even start there, right? But he's like, yeah, we're after an unarmed man who's medically probably critical, unable to defend himself or get away. I have to say this, though. Don't just start shooting. Yeah, don't just Please start. don't just start shooting. I know it's your thing. You love it. But don't. Please don't do that. And, they, and then uh, they just start shooting. They get down there and they're looking at each other and they're like, ah, that's a moon beast. <laughs> and they're like, but the captain said not to shoot him. He's like, ah, this is an extraneous circumstance. He's coming right for us. Yeah, he's yeah. coming right for us. He's got a, uh, I, I saw a Black Lives Matter t-shirt on him. Shoot him. Shoot him. <laughs> I like how the moon beast sneaks up on these two cops from behind because <laughs> now he's sneaky moon beast. <laughs> he is. He teleports because... <laughs> Earlier, he can't make it six feet up the side of a hill, but now he can traverse, you know, 400 yards in a matter of seconds. Right. Well, he's got thumbs. Right. He has thumbs. You're right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Does he just bonk their heads together? How do these two die? He touches them with his hands and they die because (laughs) lizards have thumbs. Ah, Okay. All right. But his hands are covered in blood, too. Uh, So, you know, this is probably pretty gory. Yeah. Yeah, maybe their heads came off or something. So Longbow gets up there and he's like, all right, here's what we're going to do. I've got my bow and arrow. And Kathy's like, oh, you can't use that on him. You can't. That won't hurt the moon beast. Uh, Like that was established before. He can only be harmed by kryptonite or I don't know. But yeah, it was in the cave paintings. Oh, okay. The villagers were trying to shoot him and nothing was happening. All right. Okay, I didn't get that. I just figured that they were really, they were stormtroopers. <laughs> they couldn't hit anything. Can't hit shit. It's the gun's fault, not you. Don't he's worry. Ta- 
he's taken some of the moon rock and fashioned it into a, a arrowhead. Like, when did you do that? Yeah, I just on the way up here. Yeah, it's, whittled this down. Yeah, that's how good yeah. I am. I use my teeth. Arr. The police have come and they've gotten her off the mountain because she only made it three feet up. Right, right. And so he's just going to use this moon arrowhead, shoot him, and that will cause him to blow up. And they're like, well, see, the thing is, is he's gone. There's no coming yeah. back. Look, what are you fuck you talking about? He'll be a normal person to get in the morning. You just got to lock him up every goddamn day in a, in a radioactive bunker. You know, fucking idiots. Nope, he's gone. We're just going to have to kill him. Look, this was it was going to come to this anyways. Yeah. It's just we're doing it a lot sooner because we're, I got to get back. <laughs> we're expediting the process here. Matt locks uh, on in 30 minutes. So we got to we got to wrap this up. Uh, my my wife's expecting me. <laughs> meanwhile, Kathy's like, no. <laughs> and the captain's like, what's her deal? And Longbow goes, oh, she's been having a rough time lately. <laughs> Some of this stuff's been kind of a bummer. She's been learning a lot. <laughs> yeah. Sad to explore herself while getting attacked by her boyfriend that turned into a lizard with thumbs. That she knew that he was going to because she stayed at the hospital the night before mm -hmm. and she probably saw it. Right. So why is she so surprised when it happens again? I don't know. Oh, man. And then why is she chasing him down? She commits Grand Theft Auto, mm -hmm. steals Longbow's car, and takes off after him like, I'll save you. And then sees him and is like, ah! He's so gross. I totally forgot. And so Longbow comes running up and shoots him with the fucking arrow in the chest. And I guess he blows up. No. So he flashes a lot. He flashes a lot. And then the whole science team shows up and they all hold each other and they're about to sing Kumbaya. <laughs> and you're like, oh, they might be too close to the explosion. But he doesn't explode. He's like a snake on a, the firework that isn't really a firework. He just turns into black ash and makes a mess. Right. Yeah. I... And then they leave and go get tacos. Right. Everyone yeah. just fucks off. Like they don't try to scrape him up off the pavement. Nothing. It's like we, we're not going to even try to explain this. Right. They don't even are like, well, how about that? All right. Let's go eat. They don't say shit. They just get in their cars and get back so that they can watch Matlock. <laughs> that remnant moon rock debris is definitely not dangerous if something else was to step on it. Right. We're done here. Right. Let's hit the IHOP. Yep. That wraps this up. Just like I expected it to. <sighs> Who's hungry? Oh, my God. Damn it. All right. Questions. Jackie. So does she just. Uh, she had sex with him. She did. So does she have Moonrock baby inside of her and her vagina is going to blow up? I would think so. Yeah. Why not? I Why mean, not? Nothing, yeah, nothing else makes sense about moon brain is, is the, moon brain genetically, you know, contagious. The scourge of humanity will come out thumbs first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's the Antichrist. Nope. I'm just a lizard. I got thumbs. My name's Ty. <laughs> I only have one question. Why did Dodge quit making that station wagon? <laughs> Damn you, Lee Iacocca! <laughs> Dude, it looks pretty sweet. 
it's such a they've always been able to put together a decent truck and every once in a while they put together kind of a cool car but for the most part you look at the history of dodge and you go wow those guys make crappy cars (laughs) (laughs) um what happens when mom comes back from europe Yeah, dude, there's lizard shit all over the house because, you know, Ty has escaped. They never, I mean, he might be dead, but he might be, like, he might just be in just the laundry under room. under the couch. You know, hiding out. Right. Oh, no, he's running the backhoe on the construction project. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because he has thumbs. And she comes home, and she's like, where's my son, Dirk Flexington Biff? And he goes, yeah. Got hit by a moon rock, didn't make it. There was some weird shit that happened. But I did build a gazebo in the backyard because I have (laughs) thumbs. And he's like, now get me a beer. I love gazebos. Yeah, that 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 uh that works out for mom. I I I'm under the assumption she doesn't really care that much about Paul. (laughs) Well, it's about time and he's not living at the house anymore. Jesus. (laughs) I'm to move on, Paul. Always blasting his Danzig. Uh, all right. That's my only question, guys. Uh, should we move on to final recommendations? Jackie, go. Nope. Didn't like it. Nope. It was a good riffer. But I mean, mm-hmm. I I would say if if it, I probably would have enjoyed it a little bit more if I watched it on Rift Tracks because they probably had some pretty funny jokes. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Um, And I think it might be worth a watch for that. But without Rift Tracks, no. Damn. This is one of the classic episodes of MST3K, and this movie is best enjoyed in that format. Yeah. Uh, it's fun to make fun of, and you can write down. I had like two and a half pages of notes because of how many fucking mistakes they made, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that it's fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm also going to give it a don't. Uh, we are not doing good two weeks in a row. It's the same thing. It's It would be fun with MST3K, but by, on, its, on its own, it's just too... You know, it almost has that, like, like SSSSSSSSSSS with the Red Brown movie that we watched for the podcast. Like, like no, this just isn't cutting it, guys. Even in a crappy... Maybe if it was... We got the original cut with all the gore. Maybe it'd win something, but... yeah. It's just kind of a, a not a too few and far between uh, type experience. Uh, it's it's instead of this, go watch that turkey movie. Uh, what's that? Uh, Things killing. No, 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 no. Where the guy turns into a turkey. Uh, God, I can't remember that ma- fucking movie's name. It's Tur- Thanksgiving one. Yeah, right. The whole thing with the '60s creature features is that they're like currently the same thing as asylum they were just so unmade yeah and so lazy that the creature features are really hard to watch and this is one of the worst ones that's ever been made in terms of filming incompetence yeah so that's what makes it very difficult to watch but at the same time very important as a movie because it's that fucking bad true uh so let's uh let's try to hit something awesome next week uh which we are going to, uh, I may have already said this last week, but I was pretty hungover last uh, Sunday, so uh, forgive me. But we're actually going to do a, a, a quote-unquote field trip episode with Artemis Fowl, currently streaming on Disney+. Plus. Uh, hopefully we'll have enough movies this year uh, to do a Smafas, but this is uh, probably, you know probably the front runner at this point in time, because A, it's going to be the first bad movie we've seen this year because <laughs> nothing's been in the goddamn theaters 
any final Apparently, thoughts? Apparently, I've heard reports the same guy that hipped me to Serenity early in the game last year has said Money Plane is, oh, is yeah, the real deuce this year. Yeah, I did hear about Money Plane. Um, all right, guys, that's your episode. Uh, we'll have a Corona Sode out on Thursday for you. And uh, in the meantime, get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.